The following Art Trap production is brought to you by the Gallifreyan Embassy and has been made possible by donations from listeners like you. Doctor Who Podshop. Okay, well, let's do it. No, I don't know. Whatever it is, if it's valuable, send it to us. For the best in all things Doctor Who, it's Doctor Who Podshock, the podcast all about Doctor Who, the longest-running science fiction television program with Louis Trapani. Hello. Ken Deep. Hello. James Norton. Hello. News. Fabulous. Reviews. Oh, no. And fan mail for James. Uh, over 40,000. Doctor Who Podshock from the Gallifrey Embassy. You know, that guy James was really cool. Oh, yeah, we blew that. <laughs> I'm the Doctor, and who are you? Louis Trapani here for a special Doctor Who Podshock Aftershock episode. The main purpose of this Doctor Who Podshock Aftershock episode is that we have some time-sensitive information concerning this weekend that we wanted to get out to all our listeners. But before we do that, some programming notes. Episode 159 and episode 160 of Doctor Who Podshock are on their way to you. They're in post-production now. Episode 159 should be on the feeds, hopefully, if all goes well, before the weekend. And episode 160 will be following that. This sort of marks an anniversary for us, a milestone, if you will. Four years of Doctor Who Podshock. Yes, four years. Four years ago, Ken, myself, and James came together to do Doctor Who Podshock on the 20th anniversary of the Gallifrey Embassy. Four years later, we're still doing it. (laughs) But we couldn't have done it without you. So thank you for continuing to subscribe and listen to Doctor Who Podshock. We appreciate you all, and thank you so much. Like I said, we couldn't have lasted four years without your support and contributions. Marking this very special occasion, we decided to refresh some of our shirts and Pachak swag, if you will. If you go to the org or Pachak.net website, you'll see um, in our special store section, it should be on the front page now, but you'll, depending on when you're listening to this, if you click the store button there, you'll see our new shirts and mugs and mouse pads and, and even time machines. Yes, time machines. Though um, I think most people refer to them as clocks. You can... Uh, Pick up these um, lovely items, and by showing your support by wearing a Doctor Who Podshock shirt, we'll be showing your support in more than one way, because uh, not only is it a visible sign of support, but also a couple dollars of each of these sales goes back to help us continue and produce these shows. Hey, last episode, we reviewed the War Games, the Patrick Troughton story, his uh, final story, the final black and white story. It was a 10-parter episode. And at the time when we reviewed it in episode um, 158 of Doctor Who Podshock, I had only seen the first five. I've, I've seen the, the, the story previously, but it's been some years since I had seen it, so I was just re-watching it. In fact, I was re-watching an old um, VHS tape of a uh, WLIW Channel 21 pledge drive that the Gallifrey Embassy did, and we were there during um, in between each episode doing the pledge drives. So it was a, a bit um, nostalgic viewing that tape, though um, it still was tape. It's not available on DVD in the U.S. yet. So, but um, at the time when we reviewed it, we gave five Tardis drones going around the board 
like I said, I was still re-watching it and I was up halfway through it. But since seeing it again, I, I probably do want to revise my rating. I'll probably give it, I'm probably going to bring it down a notch, maybe to, uh, to two, um, I'm sorry, to four Tardis groans. Uh, maybe four and a half. It just, it is ten episodes. And I think that it could have been condensed, even though it was a, a big story. I think it probably could have been condensed into um, a smaller amount of episodes. It did suffer from some of the limitations they had in that time period, which we, we tend to overlook and all that. Some of the, the fighting scenes suffered a bit. <laughs> it, it seemed more like some of the fighting scenes that the, the characters were, in a sense, dancing with each other more so than aggressively fighting with each other. But uh, it's probably the, the best they could have done in those circumstances. Anyway, it's still a good story. We reviewed, or I should say, because it hasn't come out yet that episode we will be reviewing spearhead from space the first john pertwee story in episode 160 of doctor who podchuck and i I think in contrast that's that story has uh the pacing in that is a little bit better and it just um it moves from episode to episode a little bit more uh fluidly still the war games is still a uh, a good story it's uh patrick troughton's last hurrah as the doctor i think the last couple episodes are probably the better of the lot. Uh, we see some of the first glimpses of his home planet, Gallifrey, though it's not named as such. But anyway, listen to um, Doctor Who Pachak 158 for more on the war games. Joining me for this special announcement concerning this Saturday is none other than, and you may recognize him, it's been a long time, but he has been a contributor to Dr. Who Pachuk in the past, though by a different name. Coming to you live now from the Vice Presidential Pachuk Vault is Eric Escamilla. Hello, Eric. Hi. Hi, Lewis. Yes, sir. I can't really say exactly where I am at right now in the vault. There's a little backstory here, but I had, I'm not exactly in my usual location I had to find myself a little covert place to uh, get a network connection to uh, speak to you today, tonight, Lewis. So, uh, well, it's I'm much fi- appreciated. Absolutely, anything, anything I can do to get on your show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, don't say that too loud. People are going to be thinking the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's my pleasure. And it's great to have you on the show once again, in in a sense, on the show live as we're recording it, because your previous contributions to Dr. Hupachak were pre-recorded little capsules, if you will, from uh, your Hitchhiker's Guide to the Whoverse. <laughs> yes, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Whoverse. Yes, it's been a while, back in 2006 on Podshock. Yeah, so any longtime listeners, uh, you may remember you did these a little elaborate productions that were obviously a send-off to um, a, a tip of the hat to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, except for this hat was concentrated in the Doctor Who universe. And they were great. They were quite good at the time. I mean, I'm sure they still are. I haven't listened to them recently. I didn't mean to <laughs> imply that they're not good today, but yeah. Surely. And I don't want to say anything now, but perhaps I may resurrect it in the near future. Well, we're hoping. We're hoping. And Eric is... Um, Known on our forums as Bullet33, so you'll recognize him there as he has a little postage stamp I avatar. It's not really, po- it just has 33 there. It kind of sort of looks like a postage stamp. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason why I have Eric here, because Eric joined me, and well, joined everyone, last time back in May when we came together for our second Second Life meetup. Now, we originally th- did this way back in 2006, and 
we had gotten many requests to do it again and through scheduling, whatever. It took us a while to get our act together and we finally came back to Second Life, which is a virtual 3D environment that everyone can come together and interact together. It doesn't matter where you live. If you have a, a broadband, high-speed internet connection and a contemporary computer, be it Mac or PC, you can get the Second Life client software. It's free. It's available. You don't have to pay anything. And you can join us uh, at just as like a mini convention or a meetup. And you don't have to drive out there. You don't have to take a plane. You don't have to take a boat. You don't have to take an air balloon or a TARDIS. Actually, you can take a TARDIS in Second Life. <laughs> <laughs> we came together again this past May, and it was an, uh, an outstanding success. And we had a lot of fun. And Eric was there joining us. He was, um, well, I, actually, he was the, 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 the robot at one time, which I didn't even get to see. But that's another thing with Second Life is that you could dress up in various different um, clothes or costumes, if you will. And uh, he was um, the robot from the classic Tom Baker story, which we'll be reviewing soon since it's part of the Regeneration series of episodes that we're going to be reviewing. So, um, but it, you... You're probably best known for wearing the Doctor Who Pachak shirt. Thank you so much for that. Uh, <laughs> and you've been posting have. pictures. So, anyway, so it's, it, I wanted to have you on board for this announcement. We're doing it once again through again through popular demand. We were asked to do this on a regular basis, so we're doing this quarterly now or seasonally, if you will. And since we did it in May, now it's August fifteenth. It's this Saturday coming up, and it's starting at. 1 p.m. Second Lifetime, and now let me explain, that specific time in the U.S. equals um, Second Lifetime. And at 1 p.m., Victor First, who's uh, responsible for really putting this all together, him and HBK and uh, Terry Lightfoot and Nick Hewitt, who um, were all responsible for our last meeting, really helped to um, re-engage us in Second Life. And uh, but anyway, what Victor is doing is that last time we were so busy dancing and having a party and having fun on the dance floor in the middle of Cardiff there that a lot of people didn't have a chance to really explore the Second Life simulations that are available. When I say simulations, I mean talking about Doctor Who, Torchwood simulations. There's a whole museum there that's dedicated to Doctor Who. There's the Tartars Council, which actually uh, will, um, depending on, on, on your selection, you can choose all different versions of the TARDIS consoles that appeared through the years of Doctor Who, and Victor's going to be showing you that and how it works and and, and all these other things that, that Second Life has to offer. It's in a land of Second Life that's called Katrina, and if you go to our website, there's a link to it, which will, if you, if you, if you have the Second Life client running, you can click the link and it will bring you to Katrina. That's where we'll be. Now, I should explain that it's a whole-day event, and you can come anytime you like. 1 p.m. is for the TARDIS demos. Then at 3 p.m., we have the, the live DJ and the dancing, and that's where the party begins. There's a stage, and it's even more decked out than it was back in May. And, and I owe this, I know this, and I, I owe the favor to Eric here because he was there, and he took some pictures. And it's on Facebook, and we put it up on our website as well, so... So yeah, you were walking down, and you said that you were quite surprised how how it was um, decorated. I hadn't been in uh, Second Life for about the past mm, I don't know a month or so, so I'd been out for a while, and I decided to you know check back in, get reacquainted with the service because when we first well, the day of the last most recent uh, meetup, 
I just jumped into it that day, having not been on Second Life for almost two or three years. I had completely forgotten everything about how to navigate and control my avatar and uh, dress my avatar. So I jumped in cold turkey at our last meetup. That was pretty crazy and intense because the learning curve is pretty high for a, a fresh noob in Second Life. So I wanted to come in, you know, get myself reacquainted about mm, a week ago or so. And that's when I came into Katrina and I saw all of the preparations that had been going on. Yeah, yeah. the revamped stage, all the uh, prior incarnations of past TARDISes on display, tons of banners, even more of the architecture in Katrina, the Roald Dahl Plast, the Cardiff Bay. I forget his name, but he's constantly working it. Uh, Victor, I think. Victor yes, first? Yes, he's constantly working on just trying to make it even more realistic and more like the the real place. And so, yeah, uh, if you haven't been there, it's a replication of Cardiff, you know, in the UK in, in a virtual sense. But add that, you know, besides the hub, which is uh, Torchwood's base, there's um, there's that. And then but there's, as Eric just said, there's all these replicas of the various incarnations of the TARDIS and. I'm sure there's probably going to be the latest one with there is yeah there is <laughs> for Matt Smith there. So that's fantastic. It's I have to give the tip of the hat to Victor. He's really been completely um, generous with his time and outstanding with his efforts and um, in helping organize this and and doing what he does so well on Second Life. So he's been very accommodating to us and we're we're lucky to have him on 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 board with this. So we had you here last time. I don't think you were there in 2006, at least unless I'm mistaken, but we had a lot more people this time. James was there as, and I'm going to get this right, Pete Pixel. That's correct. <laughs> I, I constantly make the mistake of saying Pete Pixie, but he's not. Right. It's Pete Pixel. Right. So uh, yes. that's the other thing with Second Life is that you have to assume this other name that you use on Second Life. So it, sometimes it does get confusing because you're expecting people to be showing up, you know, with names that you may know them as, but Second Life forces you to assume a virtual identity as well. So I'm too Heartman. I had to, it's, if you read that in a literal sense, it tells you who I am. <laughs> yes. And it's T-W-O, Heartman, not, not, the, not the number two. <laughs> yes, and I am Bullet Swords, which makes little sense at all <laughs> well bullet we know yeah but i <laughs> like we had uh, it just came to my knowledge uh, to my attention just this past week or so that uh terras terras was there last time but he was in the background whatever and i probably was you you know under his second life name i probably didn't recognize that he was there but he said um he was there it, we had a great turnout it was a lot of fun the music is playing you can dance and even if you can't dance in your first life you can dance here in second life there's a script you kind of just click on a script of this like yeah, at least last time i think it was the, a miniature tortoise that you would click on or or a sphere or something like that mm -hmm. and and it will enable you to dance to the music there's a dj there and um it's just a lot of fun you just you can walk around explore the area what we're going to be trying to do is uh, do some recording this time. I tried it out a little bit last time. I did a little test, and I was able to record a little bit. So uh, we're going to try to record a Doctor Who Pachak 
episode there or, or segments for an episode. We'll see how it turns out. Yes, should be great. Yeah, uh, Second Life, it's, it's a really great, you know, it's a three-dimensional voice chat room in a way because at the last meetup, I mean, I actually got to speak to you, Lewis, for the first time through voice. That's right, that's right. Uh, I don't even know if James even realized who I was at the time by my avatar, but James was the first person. He actually helped me find Katrina because I didn't even know how to get there, and he sent me a teleport. Oh, uh, good. And, and gave me, <laughs> he gave me a 30, 45-minute tour of all the Doctor Who locations in Second Life. And again, I don't even think he even knew who I was. I, I was probably just a random stranger to him. And I, I, I think at one time I may have brushed into Dave AC for a little while and many other people who I, all I've never spoken to before just heard their voices on Podshock. Yeah, we had Dave AC, we had Ian, um, who's known as the Sixth Doctor. They both were, they, they're actually now they're both doing the Coltum Collective podcast. They dropped by last time. We had um, Paul from, Paul Wilson from, formerly of, of the Who cast, and now Big Finish, he's, he stopped by. Okay, Eric had to um, shoot off there. He was actually calling from work, and work had um, called. <laughs> so he, uh, he couldn't stay for, for the closing. But I did want to just make a mention that Eric was, uh, the whole point of having Eric there was that here he was, that was some fairly new to Second Life. He said he was there before, but it's been some time since he used it. And he was able to really in, uh, come on board and enjoy the event and be a part of it. So you too can be a part of it as well. It's this Saturday the 15th. It's on Second Life. Go to secondlife.com to get the application if you don't already have. It's a free client that runs on both Mac and PC. And if go to our website, gallifrandmc.org or podshock.net. And there's a video there that Victor put together. And it's a little introduction to the Doctor Who experience for uh, the Second Life meetup. Now, he did this back in May, so the times that he mentions in the video are not the same times because the times have changed since our meetup in May, so ignore that part of the video. But everything else pretty much is uh, still pertains. There's probably been some updates and upgrades to to uh, Katrina, the, the Cardiff area that he runs in Second Life, so it um, might visually be a little bit different when you go there. Anyway, so we look forward to seeing you there. I know um, James should be there, myself, and uh, maybe <laughs> we can get Ken there sometime. You can follow Ken on Twitter now, believe it or not. Yes, uh, twitter.com slash kendeep. You can follow James at twitter.com slash jamesnorton. And me at, at twitter.com slash Trapani. And Eric you can follow as well. And Eric can be found at twitter.com slash bullet. 33. That's B-U-L-L-I-T-T-3-3. That's going to do it for this episode of Doctor Who Podshock Aftershock. You have been listening to Doctor Who Podshock Aftershock by the fan run Gallifranimacy.org. Doctor Who is owned and trademarked by the BBC. Doctor Who Podshock is not affiliated with the BBC in any way. Come back next time for another exciting and informative episode of Doctor Who Podshock. It's coming to you soon. You can email us at feedback at podshock.net. You can follow Doctor Who Podshock on Twitter at twitter.com slash podshock. Doctor Who Podshock theme by Jeff Smith at thejeffsmith.com. This art truck production is brought to you by the Gallifrey Embassy and has been made possible in part by donations from listeners like you. 
Have you donated today? 